2: All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help.
1: We're yeah. gonna Daily Focus on Love 99.5 FM. Prepare your mind and soul for today's message. Daily Focus on Love 99.5 FM. Start your day right with a word from God.
3: Hi, my name is Bishop Dr. Victor Sel Family Chapel International. It's a pleasure to spend 30 minutes with you every Wednesday morning, 5.20 to 5.50 a.m on his word, his presence and his power on love 99.5 fm. You know what? Tune in every Wednesday morning and you'll have a word in season for the rest of your day. It's going to be special every Wednesday and life transforming. God bless you. I greet you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ another Wednesday and uh We want to get into the Bible, get into encouragement, get into vision, get into dreams, get into purposes, get into life and livelihood. I will pick on a topic today, which I'll be doing for the next two or so weeks. Um, It's on relationship. Now, I don't claim to be a relationship guru, neither do I claim to be a relationship um, professor. And I also at least know a bit uh, being married for over 30 years. Um, and then having led a life before I got born again. So I want to touch on a few things that would definitely bless our lives in the name of Jesus. And I hope that you will take what you can out of <coughs> what I'll be sharing with you today. Um, wakey, wakey. Uh, turn to Love FM and let's let's move on Father thank you for your word we ask for special grace and favor upon your word in Jesus' mighty name Amen (coughs) now when we say we love somebody um, there are a number of things that comes to mind and the first thing that comes to mind for me is this number one when we love each other We are supposed to love each other for who we are. So the first thing I want to present to you is love me for who I am. If you say you love somebody, they would have their own idiosyncrasies. They will have their own issues with life and problems and faults and strengths. But you don't love somebody simply because they are pretty Simply because they are intelligent, simply because they lo- have money, but you love them for the person they are, <clears throat> and that is vital for life and living. That you love somebody for the person that they are and for who they become by the grace of God that attracted you to them, hopefully. And that is very important and very vital that you love people for who they are and when you love people for who they are there are certain things that you would easily overlook scripture says love covereth a multitude of sins we all do make mistakes but if you truly love somebody you would let go and let god and move on
0: everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispie sandwich
3: I keep telling people that the things I believed in when I was younger that I don't believe in anymore. If I had the knowledge I had today as I had a couple of years ago, I would never have gone into certain unnecessary arguments, certain unnecessary discourses and debates and arguments, no matter what. It's a fruitless waste of time. And energy and when you grow up and you grow older and you wisen up you begin to understand that people are always not the same we come from different backgrounds we have dreams and visions for ourselves that we hope will be fulfilled love me for who I am because who that person is is what complements you male or female and that makes you strong and it makes your capacity bigger and wider, and your depth deeper, and that is important. Look at Dinah. Dinah <clears throat> had an encounter with the Shechemites, and if you read Genesis chapter number thirty-four, and it's there's a very powerful scripture uh, that makes something very clear here. It says, "And Dinah, <clears throat> the daughter of Leah, which bear which she bare unto Jacob." Went out to see the daughters of the land. And when you come to Genesis 34 verse 3. She was raped by Shechem the son of Hamor, who was the king or the leader of the Shechemites. And this is very interesting. His soul clave unto Dinah the daughter of Jacob. She no longer became a sex object but who was beautiful but now There was something unique and different about Dinah that this young man Shechem who had raped her appreciated and loved her like he loved his soul for who Dinah was. So he said, look, I've got to see your parents. He loved the damsel and he spake kindly unto the damsel. I wish God would let me know who this great Dinah was. On the other side, there's another incident about a man called Amnon who was a daughter of King David and another daughter of King David, Absalom's sister called Tamar. He did the same thing. He raped her. And when he finished, he abhorred her. He regretted he had done it and he got her out of the house. What was it that happened? Love me for who I am. If we treat each other kindly, and we understand what we bring to the table not in terms of finances or education but in terms of the personality that we bring joy, peace and love that nobody else can bring it will be a blessing so number one love me for who I am the second thing love me for who I am not I can't be all things. And if you go backwards to Genesis again, this time, chapter 29, verse 16. And Laban had two daughters. The elder was Leah and the younger one was Rachel. Leah was tender-eyed but Rachel, beautiful and well-favored. Unfortunately, for Leah, she was not loved. she was not beautiful she had a she had weak eyes, and I exactly don't know what that means, but maybe she had something with her eye that made her the way she looked at people very funny, or her eyes were crooked in some way, and she looked at things in a very different way but Rachel was beautiful well favored and bright-eyed I would say and she was a woman to work for and he worked 14 years to have her and to keep her but here's an incident and the incident is that she was not loved no matter what it is and what it was he had married her love me for who I am NOT I might not be all the things that you want me to be or that you expected me to be. But one thing she gave him was many, many children. And out of one of those group of children or numbers of children she had, one was called Judah. And that was the line of descent of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It did not come from the one he loved, but it came from this woman who was a rejected person, Leia. At a point she had a child and when she had a child she says, now my husband would love me. But he didn't love her. No matter who and what your husband is or your wife is, love them for who they are not. Because there are qualities that are hidden that makes them who they are. They provide a certain service. They do certain things. And whether you like it or not, they are there in the marriage. So you have to tolerate, adapt, and try and synchronize with each other. Love me for who I am not. There is nobody under the sun who does not have a certain quality that is very important and unique. Yet still, she was not loved. Can you love me for who I am not? Number three. Love me for what I do. Like the Proverbs 31 woman. From verse 10. Proverbs 31 verse 10. Very hard working woman. It was not about sex. It was about the ability to keep the home. It was not about money it was about the ability to handle the affairs of a husband and make the husband so important in society because a wife backed and supported him love me for what i do there are many wives who bring a lot to the table they might not be the prettiest of people there might not be people who know everything about sex but you know what they make a life. They make a home. They make things work. They make things go on. They are adept at handling finances. They are adept at taking care of the children. Love me for what I do. Like the Proverbs 31 woman. So let me just read some of the things this woman did. hallelujah who can find a virtuous woman and she's described as virtuous because she had virtues good character she was peaceable she had a good temperament and she didn't get angry easily she had the virtues of life she was well favored she knew how to speak she knew how to talk she knew what to do she kept herself well she took care of her household and the scripture says, For her prize is above rubies. The heart of her husband doth safely trust in her, so that he shall have no need of spoil. He trusts her so much. Does your husband trust you? Does your wife trust you? We can have a Proverbs thirty one. Husband, man. Does he trust you? Does your husband have to go and steal and take bribes to take care of the home. Do you supplement? Love me for what I do. And at the end of the day, just just look at this woman and what she brings, what she does. He safely trusts her. Maybe with the finances of the home, he has no need for spoil. Oh, And then it goes on to say in verse 12, she will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. One of the saddest events ever in my life was when a woman came to confess to me she was slowly killing her husband. In those days when we used to take chloroquine and quinine to treat malaria, she would slip two or three quinine tablets in the middle of his fufu. And he liked palm soup. So as he cut the fufu and swallowed it, it was very difficult for him to taste the quinine. And she kept doing it day after day. And his health was failing all the time. Finally, or eventually, he ended up in the hospital. When he ended up in the hospital, they checked his blood and said, you've taken an overdose of quinine or chloroquine. He said, no, I haven't had malaria for some time. They said, your blood shows an extraordinary high amount of chloroquine and you should be dead by now. But fortunately, the Lord had kept him and he was still alive. And that was the good part of it all. Ladies and gentlemen, she came and told us what she was doing. And then I told her, if you don't stop, I will make sure the police arrest you. The marriage eventually collapsed. But why do you want to kill somebody's son? What was the reason? And she could give no specific reason but the fact that they were constantly having arguments. She's not a proverbs woman. You can't trust her. There are also men you cannot trust, men If you want to know men you cannot trust, just take a quick read at South African news where people are consistently killing women. Take a look at European news where people are raping and killing women. Take a look at American news. People are being charged with murder for killing their wives. Yes, some women kill their husbands, but very, very few. Her husband trust her he shall have no need of spoil. Love me for what I do. Number four, love me because of my future. Or oh, <clears throat> he that finds a wife finds a good thing and receives favor from God. And that favor carries on and will take us to the next level of our lives. Love me because of my future. You know, sometimes you can look at somebody. Who wants to marry you. And when you talk with them. The key here is communicate. Talk. Ask questions. You can say they have a goodly, godly end. And they have a future. And you love them because you know. That your future is good. Just as the Bible says. Proverbs 29.11. I know the thoughts. Sorry. Jeremiah 29.11. Jeremiah 29.11. I know the thoughts I think towards you. There are thoughts for the good. Not for the evil, but to bring you onto an expected end. Your end is expected. It's a good end. He who has begun a good thing in us will bring it on to a completion by the coming of Christ. And I believe strongly that when you see the future in somebody, you love them because you know you can work and walk together, because you have a godly future together. Wow. God richly bless you. Now, love me when I'm not me. We have moods. And our moods swing sometimes. So love me when I'm not me. I will not always be this way. Look at Hannah and the husband. Elkanah. (coughs) How she wept many days, even though she was given a double portion. First, Samuel chapter 1, verse 2 to 8. How she struggled in prayer and got a prayer answered. How the husband said to her, am I not worth more than 10 children? He loved her, but her mood swings. If you're not careful and you can't identify the issues in marriage, (coughs) you'll get frustrated and you'll start rejecting each other. But here was a condition and a situation where the husband loved the wife In spite of the fact that she was barren yes he would have loved children but he didn't marry her simply because of children it was deeper than that love me when I'm not me there were times Hannah was not a joyful excited self it's not every day we are all a happy excited and smiling there are times we go down into the doldrums we go deep and we are under oppression and depression. Love me when I'm not me. And there are times you will not be who you are. But still love me for when I'm not be me. When I come back from the office and you meet me, at least give me a smile, woman. Love me when I'm not me. Pressures of the office have taken a toll on me. And I've had to sack somebody I would have loved to keep. By the rules and regulations in the office demand I sacked him. Love me when I'm not me. Pressure from families can bring us down and we look morose and crestfallen, heads bowed down. Love me when I'm not me. When there's a sad incident that happens, love me when I'm not me. Are you listening to me? Two more, and then we'll end for the day. Love me as yourself. Love me as yourself. And that is very powerful. You need to love me as yourself. Very important. If you can love me as yourself, then you truly don't love yourself. Because I am a part of you, an integral part of you. We are both made in the image of God and have been given to you. I am your spare rib. And so the Lord God caused Adam, Genesis chapter 2 verse 21, to fall into a deep sleep. And he took one of the ribs and closed up the flesh instead. And the rib which the Lord had taken from man made a woman and brought her unto the man. And Adam said, this is now bone of my bone. This is now. I didn't have that. Bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Love me as you love yourself. When you hate me and you mistreat me, you are really mistreating yourself. Simple. You are really mistreating yourself, your spare rib. Finally, love me because I am made in the image of God. That is very important, because I am made in the image of God. You know, we're all God's children. First Corinthians 11:11 11, 11 says, "Nevertheless." neither is the man without the woman and neither the woman without the man in the lord for as the woman is of the man even so is the man also by the woman but all things of god we all complement each other we all have come from each other and ladies and gentlemen love me because i am made in the image of god and when you remember these things It will be a blessing to you. I pray for our marriages. That God will bless our marriages. will keep us and increase us. And favor us unto every good work. I love you. Because you are a child of God. So love me too. Because I am a child of God. God bless you. Have a wonderful, blessed, blissful marriage week. God bless you.
4: Hello, guys.